Big Talk Nation. Where you at? Welcome back to another episode of the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And that was the theme from Rocky. Gonna fly now. From Bill Conti. Wait, which Rocky? Rocky 5, Rocky, Rocky 7, one. Rocky, Rocky 1. The second, Rocky 22. The, sec- the second best Rocky. Rocky 4 is the best. Rocky 4 is the best. Argument, go. Rocky 1 was the best. No. It started off. Rocky There would four. be no Rocky without Rocky 1. Yeah, you're right. That's how the origin story yeah. started. Exactly. That's the that's you are the correct. magic. You are correct. That's the first incarnation. Yep. There would never be a four without a number one. All right. You are so correct. The best that doesn't it, necessarily make it the best. It's the best. Rocky Four is the, the best. best. And I'm glad you guys are here to hear me say that. Ingrain it. It will be memorialized forever. Yeah, Rocky's the best. Wait. Forever. <sighs> Welcome back, guys. We are going to give you our part two of our 1976 episode. This one's all about the movies. It's all about the TV, and it's all about the events and news that shaped our culture going forward. Uh, Here's where you guys can get a hold of us. Now I can go back to regular voice instead of talking like this. (laughs) This, uh... He thought it was over, but little did he realize that that baby was coming back into his life. (laughs) All right, guys. In a world where there's sunshine outside, the bear is crisp. Two guys in North Hollywood, California, talking about shit over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) And here's where you can get more of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at the Big Talk Podcast, CG. Wait, dude, I just messed up. <laughs> I messed it up. In a world. Let's just start over. Let's just start over. At Big Talk CG dot podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Big Talk CG at gmail.com. At Big Talk CG on Twitter and search us up on Facebook and YouTube. The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. Awesome, dude. Look at us. Worship us, pay us. Let's go, oh, man. That's a good one. Um, look at the Greg go. Look at Greg drinking that beer. Um, here we go. We're gonna go ahead and go through and do some things with you guys today. We are going Sounds to good. be doing the movies of '76, like I said, the right. TVs of '76, and some news. Of course, like you said, Greg, right off the tip top, Rocky. Was the big movie of 1976. It won the Academy Award for Best Picture. It okay. Was also, by a huge margin, a huge, huge margin, the highest grossing movie of that year. Nice. Did you go see it in 76? I know you were only seven, but uh, do you remember when that came out? Or, yes. Or, or I, I, we, Talk about it. My parents took us to the drive-in to check it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um and I think I don't. I think I, I fell asleep on the end, so I didn't know Rocky lost but one. Um, we're not talking about that. Um, some people have never seen the movie. Not too bad. Spoiler: <laughs> If you haven't seen Rocky in uh, 2023, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna tell yeah. you this: If you haven't seen Rocky yet, just skip ahead to Rocky Four. Oh, skip ahead to Rocky uh, Four and see the real deals, baby. You just had to go there on that one. That was really good. I like that. I'll give you that if one. If he dies, he dies. 
Ooh, Chris, you're killing me. You know, uh, Rocky, definitely. You know, I kid, dude. I I mess around. Although, uh, honestly, I do enjoy Rocky IV the best. That's the one I enjoy watching over and over again. Is Rocky the first one probably the better movie? Yeah, but I've watched it. I've seen it. I get the story, but I like watching Rocky IV. I get my sweet-ass montages. I get Drago. I get the love story. I get the death at the beginning. Awesome. But Rocky is definitely the foundation. It won the Academy Award Best Picture of the Year. Grossed uh, sixty or excuse me, fifty six million in that in that first year of release in nineteen seventy six. Man, you can't say enough. And it kind of came out of nowhere. Rocky, uh, right? Uh, Sylvester Sloan was not a Hollywood star like he is today. Yeah, you know he was just a guy. You know, I mean, what else? He's just say? A, a hardworking actor. Because didn't he? He came out in a couple of movies. I think Lords of the Flatbush was another one that yep. he came out in. Didn't do anything. I think he he. Kind of did a B type movie of I don't want to say a pornographic movie, but a B movie that he kind of showed some nudity in that you know didn't do well, but he was a struggling actor, so he got got something out of it. I forgot the name of that one. Was. All right, dude, that's yeah. awesome. Um, let's kind of go through these top grossing movies. Um, let's talk about them. All right, uh, number two, a, you know you want to go from okay, Rocky's number one. Do you want to go from ten back down to two? Sure, you can do that. Do that way. Um, Midway. <laughs> You're like uh, I. I don't remember Midway, dude. Uh, Charlton Heston, Henry Fonda, uh, James Coburn. Basically, it's a movie about the, you know the Battle of Midway in the South Pacific. Um, a war movie. A war movie. All a right. War so movie. probably my dad saw it, and same thing. Like, and he was really big into wars and westerns. So any any war and western at that we're gonna talk about, like I'll probably have known it because. He would he you know liked that kind of was shit. Was your dad a big John Wayne guy? Yes. Yeah, my dad was too, dude. I think that our generation grew up with the dad that was a huge John Wayne fan. I've seen all the John Wayne movies. Even if I don't like John Wayne because of my dad, I like John Wayne. <laughs> you know? Okay, that's just the way it is. Um, number nine, In Search. And you know what, dude? I haven't seen all these movies. So you know what I mean. I had to kind of see what was up. With I wouldn't them. expect you to see it. If you if you said you saw more than five of these movies, I'll give it to you because sometimes they're dated. Oh, you're gonna give it to me? Well, give it to you as in I'll give you the oh, nod. You're gonna give it to me? Yeah, I'm gonna give you the nod. Oh, okay, I thought you meant something else. No. Okay. No. Not where I'm. Not on recording. Not on Flatbush. <laughs> In search of Noah's Ark. Um, it's a documentary film about the search for Noah's Ark. Uh, so, wow, that must have been just enthralling. Um, probably, I don't know. It, it, I don't know, dude. Uh, why is this like a top grossing movie for 1976? What's going on? I mean, we got Rocky. We got some of these other movies right here. The Enforcer. There we go. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. There we yeah. go. Now we're getting somewhere. Number eight, Enforcer, twenty-four million. Uh, Part of the Dirty Harry series, yeah, correct? Dude, yeah. I believe. So I think this was second or third, Harry Dirty Harry movie. Um, I'm not sure which one it was in this series. But yeah. Man, who doesn't love a good old Dirty Harry in their face, right? Yeah. Um. As a, of course, I was a kid at the time, so I didn't appreciate it till I got a little bit older, maybe teenager, and kind of went back and saw them a little bit more. And yeah, man, that stuff was really great, man, from the acting, the shooting, the one-liners, uh, that kind of stuff. And I, I don't think this is the only movie he, he uh, Clint Eastwood did in '76. 
That's on um, our list. That I would should be on our list. I would say most likely yes. And you know, it seems like all these movies always had always had something to do. Like this one right here, the premise is a woman like lures this guy to a secret remote spot and then he gets killed. And then another one, I think it was Sudden Impact, um, a woman gets raped. And it's always something with a woman at the beginning um, and either Clint Eastwood's going after him or he's trying to protect him, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. He always had his huge gun, his whatever, 45, his Magnum, I don't know, dude. Magnum but, 45, say but, it correctly. Uh, his, his 45, <laughs> Magnum 45. Uh, and, man, he was always chasing down the criminals, make my day. All right, let's go. Number seven grossing movie right here 24.8 the bad news bears right oh, there you man. go there's another one go, walter matthew walter matthews well, walter wait wait who walter matthew matthews math walter matthew matthew sorry matthew <laughs> and who oh, tatum yeah. o'neill yeah dude tatum o'neill, tatum o'neill dude. man another classic uh, sports movie in uh um you know 1976 fun good you know, uh, the underdog, sh- underdog, yep. trying to make the, you know, the the best team, you know, beat them. Yeah, they were shit. The bad news bears. Yeah, it was the guy that was, you know, the degenerate gambler and Walter Math out the yeah. horse track. He's got to coach these kids. They're drinking in the dugout. You know, gets his girl to be a pitcher. Gets his, uh, I yeah. think, uh, I don't remember who plays the kid, but. Uh, and he becomes like the, one of the star players on the team. And man, they, they end up Kelly going all the way. It was Kelly. It was, Kelly. I don't remember his last name, but it was Kelly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was great. Movie, that, but that was, that was the scene that, you know, like that kid was a little older than the other kids, but he was still in that age. I think he was like 13 and he was riding a dirt bike and taking all the girls for a spin and smoking cigarettes and stuff. Were you taking the girls for a spin back in the day? Were you smoking uh, cigarettes? No, I was doing my candy cigarettes. Oh, my. Candy right, candy cigarettes, candy cigarettes, I love candy cigarettes. I wish, I, I wish we would have found some. We could have had some right now, man. Candy oh, cigarettes. Cool, dude. Rolled it up in your sleeve. <laughs> You're a killer. Um, all right, here we go, guys. Next film. Number six, The Omen. $28.5 million. Gregory Peck, dude, he always he's creepy regardless of what he's in. He's always got a little creepiness to him. But yeah, man, the omen. Definitely like a supernatural horror film, probably satanically orientated. Yeah. And, and man, I, I I am not a huge fan of horror movies. Correct. I cannot watch horror movies. Um, if it gets to a real scary part, I got to walk out the room. <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. I don't know why, dude. Uh, I dig them. I didn't like, of course, it, uh, at this time when it was released. And I think we... T- um, no, I didn't see it in the theaters. I think later on, I finally got to saw it. Same thing with like The Exorcist. I didn't see it in the theaters. I had to wait till it came on. Well, that's not cable a scary TV. movie. That's not a scary movie. Exorcist is not scary. <laughs> it's just graphic. It's not even really graphic. Which part? All the scenes with the devil and the kid and that's, the throwing up. I, and I the, don't. The throwing the up. It looks like, it looks like split, split pea soup. She says some nasty things and she jams a crucifix into her crotch. That's not scary. It, it brought up some sense. Anyways, let's go back to The Omen before we, we run off The Exorcist. Uh, the Omen, the same thing, Chris. You know, this was the start of, you know, they said that this little baby was the, you know, the son of the Antichrist. And that's how it went. And things were happening to people. 
and you know there's things that hangings there was you know different little things of of there and it worked it you know it scared the heck out of people um you know they didn't want to be little kids or this and this and they didn't want to be kids I'm five now. I'm yeah. twenty. Here's a, here's a little synopsis. I'm reading it right here because I, I've seen the Omen, but I just don't remember. So basically, um, uh, Gregory Peck and his wife. He's an ambassador. They live in Rome. He's always a diplomat. She gives birth. The boy dies. Right. Yeah. Um, but either she doesn't know that the baby dies, and so a father, the the hospital chaplain, persuades him to adopt secretly adopt the baby. Whose mother died during childbirth? Mm-hmm. Guess what they named the baby? Damien. Yes. What what could go wrong? You know what's funny, dude, is that I actually um, had a kid in our neighborhood whose name was Damien. Oh, it's the only person I've ever known whose name is and Damien. He was the Antichrist. Pretty close, dude. Pretty close. Let's go to the next movie. All. Oh, now this is this is one of my favorite movies. I really do love this movie. I've seen it numerous times. All the president's men. I don't remember it too much, dude. Um, Dustin Hoffman, Robert Redford. I mean, how can, one, how can you go wrong off that, right? Right. Um, this movie's about Watergate. It's about the two reporters at the Washington Post that investigate the uh, Watergate, uh, you know, that had to do with Nixon, them going in and searching and uh, robbing uh, the... I get. I don't remember if he was Democrat or Republican, and they went in, and, and and Richard Nixon went in there to get like a bunch of information from inside Watergate Hotel, and these are the guys that investigated that and kind of broke the story. The ones that were in communication with Deep Throat. Everybody knows Deep Throat, not that one. The one from the seventies mm-hmm. that was uh, giving the information. Man, I mean, Dustin Hoffman, Robert Redford. How can you go wrong with this duo working together in this movie? It is so good. Um, Nominated for multiple Oscars, Golden Globe Awards. It is a really good movie. I definitely think that everybody should go and watch this. I, I think it's great. It really tells the story great. And, and if you don't want to read about what happened at Watergate, watch this movie. And you're going to find out everything you need to know. All right, man. All right, here we go. Next movie. The number four grossing movie of 1976, Silver Streak. I've never seen this one. Yeah, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Totally funny, dude. I remember that one. That was totally good. What's it about? I've never seen it. Uh, I don't know. They're, I know they're on a train or they have to stop a train and, you know, probably somebody, Robert, they're robbing it and these two unlikely heroes have to stop the train before it crashes into, you know, the you know city hall or something like that. But it's Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor and those those comedy duos, which they did have a few movies in the 70s. That worked very well. Stir for them. Crazy was yeah, another Stir one. Yeah, Stir Crazy was another one. See no evil, hear no evil. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah, they yeah. they were great together. I haven't seen this one, Silver Streak. Um, apparently, like someone got murdered on a train, and, and they got to either figure out what's going on, or I'm not really sure. I'm gonna have to or check it out. Or just something like that. But yeah, it. dude, it was like I said, the, that those comedy duo, the, that comedy duo, was just you know having some fun and making some movies, and hey. They made it well, man. Oh, yeah, dude. And this is not the only time we're going to talk about Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. All right, let's go to the next movie. This is number three movie of 1976, King Kong. Wow, King really? Kong with Jeff Bridges. It was a remake, obviously. Yeah, obviously. It's a remake, King Kong. Um, it grossed in thir- almost $37 million that year. 
And man, uh, Jeff Bridges, Charles Grodin, Jessica Lange, and her first film role, which we're going to talk about some people in their first films. But man, I remember seeing this one. It's a little cheesy. I mean, but you know, you got Jeff Bridges, you got, you know, Charles Grodin, you're going to be okay. And, you know, with Jessica Lange, uh, basically, you know, kind of just a rehash of the original, you know, just done new. I guess, you know, what do we have that's new? What can we do that's better? It looks different. It looks better. And that, that's basically what yeah. they kind of did with this one. Um, not all that special. I'm actually surprised it's in the top 10. I don't know what to say. All right, here we go, guys. Number two. Something that's fresh on people's minds from the last couple of years. A Star is Born with... Oh, uh, yeah. um, Chris Christopherson and, and Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand, yeah. I have never seen this. I've seen some of it. I didn't, it wasn't for me, you know, as a drama musical and wasn't that, you know, interesting for me at the time as a kid. But I think I seen it years later on and, you know, thought I was okay. And then when they redid the movie recently in the last five or six years, you know, that I think that came up a little bit. I'm like, wow, that was pretty good. So I've never seen it. A Star is Born, never seen any version of A Star is Born. And you liking maybe. musicals and you did it? Damn. I know. Maybe I, I don't know. It's just sometimes you, um, no matter what you like, maybe somebody that's in it or something about it rubs you the wrong way and you're kind of like, eh. okay, here it is. Maybe, you know, hey, this movie is amazing. You have to go see it. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> that's, I'm that not, sounds like you. Go, yeah, I'm not going to go see it because you're telling me to. Yeah. So if it would have been a flop, I would have been like, oh, I'm all over it. And then, we, you know, of course, we already talked about the number one movie of the year. Rocky is the next one. It grossed in just under $56 million. Um, good for it. It, I mean, like like we had said, dude, it, it, it brought in, you know, the money. It was the basis for the Rocky movies. It won Best Picture. Um, it, it also won a Golden Globe for uh, Best Picture. So, man, it did a lot of good things. Um, I kind of have a list here of the awards that year. It also won Best Director. Um, there's also a movie, Network. Oh, I've okay. never seen it. Have you seen Network? No. So, Network is another movie that won a lot of awards. Let's see who's in this. Faye Dunaway, William Holden, Peter Finch, Robert Duvall. Okay. Those are some Ned Beatty. He was in a couple movies of that year. So, okay. So, that one won a lot of awards, too. Uh, Peter Finch won Best Actor. Faye Dunaway won Best Actress. Um, and actually, um, Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand won those awards for musical or comedy from the Golden Globes. Faye Dunaway, Peter Fitch won those Academy Awards. Nice. Um, Sounds good, man. I, I like to know that you know those guys did something like that, and those movies were really good at the time. Yeah, I see here the Omen won an Academy Award right here for best best original like, score because it probably had to scare the shit out of you. I dude, I cannot watch. If a horror movie won best original score, it's scary because the music has brought it to a whole nother level. Right. And I'm not going there. I am not watching a horror movie. Stop it. You know, it's funny too, Kristen, on that. They just didn't stop with one. They did like two or three. So the first one was he was a baby or kid, right? Six or seven, eight years old. Next one, he was a teenager or in his 20s starting something. And then the last one, he was at a an adult trying to take over the world as, as trying to be president. That's how like it kind of progressed well, with Damien one, Damien two, Damien three, or Omen one, Omen two, Omen three. Uh, <laughs> horror movies are funny. 
they they get worse and better at the same time as the sequels grow. Yeah, definitely. It's like an equal amount of better and worseness yeah. growing together. It's like like the first one is great. It's classic. Yeah, the Omen. Oh my god, it's so good. And then you go Omen two, and you're like, it's getting better but worse. And then by the time you get to like five or six, you're like, this is the best worst movie I've ever seen, or the worst best movie. You know, whatever. Well, that's what that's the way I feel about Jason and um, which Kruger. Yeah, Kruger. Like all the stuff they they get. Like you want to see it because how stupid it is, but then you want to don't because like God damn it, that was it. You know, you got to go in knowing you're going to be entertained, but not like don't think it's going to be the best thing ever. Like oh, it, it trumps the original. Doesn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You it know, doesn't. Um, let's talk about some stuff that have also happened uh, movie related in 1976, and that's what we do, guys. We've done 87, 92, 2011. That's kind of can, what we do when we do our. But before before you move on, can I mention a few? Um, other movies that I remember as a kid from like we should we yeah, should go ahead up. all right so another one was Clint Eastwood's Outlaw Josie Wales didn't you just say Clint Eastwood only did one movie in 1976 no I said he this is not the only time we're going to talk oh, about oh I him. thought you said he only did one movie go no, ahead that was another one uh, Carrie was another one that was oh, yeah, released dude, in 76 same thing uh, Sissy Spacek scared the fuck out of people you know Stephen King uh, another one um, Taxi Driver Taxi Driver is was released in one of my favorite movies of Robert all time. Robert De Niro, man. I go, that was the classic, classic uh, um, character for him. Um, another one, fun one, uh, Chris, was Freaky Friday. I don't remember the original. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a Disney movie at that time, but, you know, uh, still good. Um, uh, another one, the um, a documentary, Led Zeppelin's songs remain the same. Mm-hmm. Now, the movie was recorded in 73. That was the concert. But when they released it, it was in 76. Um, I don't know. Uh, I know we're going to talk about this um, other actor, uh, John Travolta. He did a movie called The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, he was in the movies, but also he was in television, which we'll talk about television when we reach that. Um, Burt Reynolds did Gator. Oh, yeah, Gator. Right? Gator was not one of his best, but still he was definitely an action hero style in 76. Um, uh, and a fun one, Chris, um, the B- Gumball Rally. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. That was, you know, just kind of fun. It's a race from New York to Los Angeles, uh, 16 or 18 cars just trying to make their way with turmoil and fun and, you know, action you know, adventure style movie, more of a comedy. And you know, one of the actors who was in it, Gary Busey. I love it. He was one of those. Um, another movie which we're From talking about. Point Break. <laughs> um, Car Wash. Now, this was Richard Pryor mm-hmm. and George Carlin in that movie. So, you know, Car Wash to me was also a fun. I think it was rated R at the movie at the time, but you know, here we are. I don't think I've seen making that. a movie about the car wash. It's you know, Chris, if you want to relive some '70s style. Car Wash is a good, fun movie. Definitely something like that. Um, another movie, um, The Pink Panther Strikes Again. Peter oh, yeah. Sellers. Yep, Peter Pink Sellers. Pan- Pink Panther at that time was definitely a good uh, uh, comedian. You know, Peter Sellers was good. And they also they also had good storylines, action, comedy. Um, a lot. There's not a lot of dialogue, but more of the action. Physical comedy. Physical comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, a movie, uh, I don't want to say it was like in the horror genre, but it was a movie called Grizzly, which was about an 18-foot bear or black bear. That cocaine? Was, was it cocaine bear? No, it was a cocaine bear, but there was a movie in the sense that it was called Grizzly. Is you Because know, I think a lot of the 
a lot of the movies uh, were coming up because Jaws was in 75. They all kind of took like, oh, here's a shark. Here's a bear. Here's an eagle. Here's a moose. Let's just amp them up, you know, make them triple size and terrorize people. And I think they kind of caught it with the grizzly in a sense. Okay, we talked about, oh, one of my favorite. I got two more that we're going to talk about, Chris. Bugsy Malone. This was a definitely a musical and starring Jodie Foster and Scott Bale. All right. Oh, I've this never was, even heard of it. This was definitely a movie I enjoyed. I still, every time I got opportunity, I always watched it. It's definitely musical fun uh, set in a, a 1929 New York gang style. Um, very fun, very cute, very family-orientated movie. They didn't have bullets, and what they shot, Chris, was whipped cream because they had whipped cream guns. And if you got creamed in the face, that means you're dead, you know, that type of stuff. And the last movie I'm going to talk about, which was one of my wife's favorites, uh, Logan's Run. I don't know if you're familiar with that science I'm fiction. I'm familiar with it, and I can't. I just can't. Right? <laughs> I it, can't. It's, it's so boring. It's, it's definitely one of those movies that took a long time. Michael York was the main actor. Um, it was from a 1967 novel um, who, where the whole premises was everyone who turned 30 got killed. Yeah. That was it. it. You lived your life, and once you turned 30, you sacrificed yourself for humanity because you know the, the population was too much or resources or something like that. But those are some fun stuff that, we, uh, you know, that I remember from 1976. You know, good fun stuff, man. I totally I love it for bringing bringing all that good information. Yeah, man, stuff definitely. About those man. movies, I love it, dude. All right, dude. Um, not a horrible year for cinema. Sounds like you know, it's, it's no. Sometimes you get those years where it's kind of like, uh, but seventy six was definitely bringing the heat. Yeah, I love it, dude. A lot I of good it. movies, a lot of good different things, and some of these actors who were you know get, uh, cut their teeth in these in these action movies, such as Clint Eastwood, Burt Reynolds. You know, they just kind of made movies that maybe were not their best, but, hey, they were still memorable roles for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Let's start talking about the small screen, television. Got it. Um, far and away at this point in 1976, the number one show was Happy Days. Ooh. It was just killing it. It was running on all cylinders. Uh, then they decided to do a little spinoff move. And Laverne and Shirley came out. Correct. And Laverne and Shirley actually debuted in 76, and it just got that sweet-ass time slot, right? Right after Happy Days. So it basically just kind of piggybacked on Happy Days. Was it a good show? Would it have done great on its own? Of course it would have. It was a, it was a really good show. But, man, that spinoff and the fact that it was slotted right after Happy Days yeah. really helped it grow. It so I, I do remember that, Chris, where it was on ABC Happy days at on a Tuesday night, eight o'clock. Laverne and Shirley, eight thirty, right after another. Bam, mm -hmm. bam. So you're right. Laverne and Shirley kind of spinned off from Happy Days. Uh, I want to say maybe a year or two later or earlier, but still fun. You know, and some of the characters sometimes crisscrossed. You would see, yeah, Fonzie would show up, or the girls would show up on a Happy Days episode every once in know? a while. Yeah, there wasn't like major. Um, so yeah, Laverne and Shirley, one of those great shows, uh, piggybacking off of Hobby Days. Uh, MASH. MASH was going strong in 1976. Uh, MASH, one of my favorite shows. I love, it reminds me of hanging out with my grandma. Uh, okay. Watching TV. It's one of those like dramedies, you know, it's got dramatic or drama things to it. It's got a lot of comedy to it, but 
Man, MASH was a, definitely a great show. It's, I, I didn't get it, man. It just didn't. It, I'm not the target audience for that, man. I, well, man, you know, I used to watch it with my grandma, so maybe, you know, it just has a sentimental thing. I think, I don't know if it still does, but I remember when it aired, it had the highest, most viewed season finale mm-hmm. of all time, and I think it still is, dude. MASH. May have at the time. You just seem so, like, whatever. Charlie's well, Angels also came out, was also going well, on in that year. Going back to MASH Fest, I remember seeing the, um, the final episode, but you know, my family, everybody in the, the house was watching it at the time, and it was kind of like, okay, I'll sit down. And hmm. you know, that, during half the thing, I was like, oh, okay, that's over. I'm, I'm done. Where's my G- Joe's? Well, yeah, I mean, age thing, maybe. I will, mine was in the '80s. You know, I, I was probably about ten, we were about the same age. You know, I guess I, was, I just must have a more sophisticated palate. Um, here we go. Charlie's Angels. I yeah, believe Charlie, dude. I believe Charlie's Angels also debuted in 1976 uh, or in September. I love me some Charlie's Angels, dude. Yeah. Farrah Fawcett was in there. Who, who are some of the, the great ones from, from Charlie's Angels, the, the, the girls that they had in there? Kate something. Kate Jackson, Farrah yeah. Fawcett, Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline, Jacqueline Smith, Smith was the one. My mom still tells this story of me when I was a kid, and I'll tell it now. Jacqueline Smith, that was on Charlie's Angels, apparently what I used to do was I would be running around the house like a crazy boy, and all of a sudden she would come on TV, Jacqueline Smith, with her makeup commercial, Maybelline cover girl, and I would run from wherever I was at in the house in front of the TV and just stop and just watch. <laughs> and then when the commercial was over, I'd leave. She says I was obsessed with Jacqueline Smith when I was a little kid, dude. I I'm like that. Really, That's a good story, man. Oh my god! I don't, and I never remember it, but man, my mom tells that story all the time. That That's I cool. Love. That's Cheryl cool. Ladd, you know, they had a bunch of people on the show. Um, definitely was a jumping point for a lot of the female actresses uh, in 1976, 78, 79. Um, man, I, I, it's a good show. It was all right. I'm not a huge Charlie's Angels fan. The movies that came out recently in the years were garbage. Uh, but yeah. Charlie's Angels, the TV show, it was okay. It was good for its time. Uh, uh, I'm not going to hate on it. I just wasn't. Here's the thing, guys. I was born in 76. I didn't watch these shows when they came out in 76. Yeah. So my opinion really doesn't hold as much weight as maybe Greg's did because Greg was seven years old. Yeah. So and, he's going to have a little, he's going to give a little more context. So all I can say is, no, what I've thought since then, I, I really didn't get to see these shows when they came out and just kind of giving you, you know, what I read or what I yeah. remember, what I see. Do you remember what, um, also, Chris, at the time, the, um, the $6 million man was yeah. very popular. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then the spinoff, <laughs> the, the, the Bionic, Bionic Woman. Woman. So, yeah, that was the, the craziness of, of that kind of stuff where you, you know, the $6 million man, I think, was in his third or fourth season. And then they brought the Bionic Woman, you know, Jamie Summers. That's right, dude. Into the, the mix and stuff like that. But that was 76, man. You know, that was kind of cool. Um, All in the Family was still going strong. Yeah. Welcome back, Cotta. Um, here we go, Bionic Woman. Well, okay, go back before talking about Cotta. Who was in that? John Travolta. John Travolta, yeah, who we yeah. had talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, great show. Uh, man, Welcome Back, Cotta was a good show, dude. I, I love the theme oh, yeah. song. It's one of the greatest theme songs of all time. Welcome Back, Cotta was a great show. I remember that being in syndication. That's one of those shows that I remember when you were homesick in elementary school for my age. And that show was in syndication, and you'd always see it on TV. Like, yeah, you want to see it and stuff like that, man. Yeah. The characters were good. The sweat hogs, you know what I mean? It was kind of like the underdog losers, mm-hmm. and the, the, the teacher was trying to teach them something. So when they got into the world, 
they just weren't losers or, you know, something like that. So. Yeah. Um, you know, some other shows that we had during that time, All in the Family. I think I just said that. Uh, Barney Miller was yeah. still going strong. It was a strong show. 60 Minutes. Uh, didn't didn't Barney Miller have a spinoff, Fish? You know what? I don't and, know. And I don't know if it was right after 76. I'm but. not really sure on, on if it had a spinoff or what was going on with Barney okay. Miller. We'll go back to it some other time. Um Let's see what else we got here. Eight is enough. The Jeffersons. What's happening? Good times. Sanford and Son. I love whoa, Sanford. Whoa, 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 man! Dude. Slow down. What's happening, dude? Come on. We want to talk rerun? about rerun. You talking about rerun and Dwayne Wayne, dude, and D. Yeah. Come dude. on, man. You gotta watch. I remember watching. What's happening? I wasn't big on like Eight is enough. The the Jeffersons was good, dude. Sherman Helmsley, dude. He's great. He, everything he's ever been in, he just makes it. Good times. I didn't. I didn't really care for. I didn't think it was that great. Right. Um, I was kind of like, okay. Um, but what's happening? I remember when that show would come on, dude. I would plant myself right on that couch and I would watch what's happening, dude. I loved rerun, dude. Yeah. He was a hey, best. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, some other mo- some other TV shows. Chris, uh, Alice was uh, around too. Yep, Alice. Playing around. I think that was the first year for Alice. Um, oh, some of my uh, I don't want to say favorites, but things I kind of watched it with my parents. Love Boat. Was mm-hmm. in effect, yep. uh, probably season three or four. I mean, you know those guys; they just kind of over and over and over and over. They just kind of you know, went and docked, got some new you know people, and then the cast and crew, you know, meddled in their life. And next thing you know, love happened, love didn't happen, and then they shipped them off. And got new people next week. Yep. All that good fun stuff. Um, one of my favorite Chris from all time in that era was Three's Company, John Ritter. You know what I mean? Still to this day, if it's indication if it's on, I love to watch it, dude. I yeah, really, you know, you I really would like Netflix or some other channel that I Hulu that I you know see all the time to really have it because I want to just binge the whole fucking show, man. Three's Company is one of my favorite television shows of all time. And here's the thing: I tried to find Three's Company, and I know you just said Three's Company, but. Was it just the pilot episode that came out in 76? Because the show, I don't think, premiered until 77. I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I'm just saying the research. I, and did you find something else about it actually was showing in 76? Because no, what it, I found, it came out in 77. So I think it might have been like a late replacement in 77. Like, you know, they do the 76 goes into 77 yeah. season thing. I think they had a pilot in 76. So I think it did show. And then it went into 77. Okay. But regardless, I think we can both agree. Three's Company is one of the greatest shows of all it's time. Funny. And John Ritter is one of the most underrated comedic Median, physical yeah. actors ever on television. Some of those episodes are so fucking yes. funny. So funny. From the beginning dude. to end, dude. He's hilarious. Yeah. If you guys have not seen Three's Company, you gotta watch it. You can find it on like um like Pluto or Tubi. Some yeah, of those something free like ones that. The commercial. Yeah. It takes you like two hours to watch one episode because they got so many commercials, <laughs> but it's worth it, dude. It's so worth it. Three's Company. I cannot disagree with you. What a great fucking show! Yeah, I love that too. Um, you know, one of the, two two other shows I'll talk, talk about. Talk to me, baby. And fun stuff. And this is more. The both of these are variety shows. First was Donnie and Marie. So CBS had Donnie and Marie, where they had a variety show where they would kind of do comedy bits, or they would do singing. They would introduce bands. They would introduce singers, country singers, or the you know the Osmonds themselves, mm-hmm. or I even think the Jacksons that you know who they were arch rivals with. They would come and they would do songs and just different stuff like that. So Donnie and Marie was definitely part of 1976 fun. And then the last one, Chris, the Brady Bunch variety show. 
Yeah, the Brady Bunch variety hours. Oh, yeah. yeah it just, you know, that happened too. I don't think that was on the full, the full year or if it did, had many seasons. But, you know, these kids are yeah, ran growing. One, I think it was one year. Dude, yeah, I think ran. the kids were growing up a little too much. And, you know, it, it, it worked or it didn't work, however you want to see on that. But you know, that's a good uh, um, indication of all the TV shows. Now, just to touch up on other TV shows, because I was a kid at the time, was um, cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. You know, like you would kind of to go on, on, you know, in the morning you'd wake up, have your cereal, sit in front of the television. Some of my favorite ones, Chris, and I'm just going to go through a few of them right now. Uh, the Tom and Jerry Comedy Hour, oh, Tom yeah. and Jerry, uh, the Bugs Bunny Show. Those mm-hmm. are all these are like classic ones. Uh, Schoolhouse Rock, you know, in between, you know, playing uh, um, uh, cartoons, they would instead of commercials, they would have a little Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, there was one called Jabberjaw, which I kind of really didn't like because you know I had my phobia of Jaws, and so I was like, kind of cartoon wise, I was like, ah, I didn't really want to see it, but it was out there. Uh, Plastic Man, Hong Kong Fooey. Josie and the Pussycats. Of course, Scooby-Doo, everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo, I love it. Um, Inch High, Private Eye, The New Popeye Hour. Uh, also some other ones that didn't probably last long. Um, Adam's Family and you know Funky Phantom. Those are just some fun stuff that I kind of remember from the 76 era of television show ABC, NBC, CBS on Saturday mornings, kind of yeah, watching I'm- stuff, eating cereal, eating your breakfast cereal. In your PJs, you know, until you're... And a lot of those shows either were um, old ones that they were bringing back and redoing. I know, like, Scooby-Doo was, like, the third run of Scooby-Doo or whatever. Regardless, it doesn't matter. I remember being a kid, you know, however many years later in the 80s, Hong Kong Fooey loved it. Scooby-Doo, like... All those things you just named off, Tom and Jerry loved them all because it seems like they've been there every decade. It's just, oh, let's do them again. Let's do them again. So, yeah, in 76, definitely the Saturday morning cartoons were firing on all cylinders. And I think a year or two later on is when they kind of Sid and Marty Croft kind of came over and took over to do more of those um, act- live action shows, you know, like the Bugaloos mm-hmm. and, and, you know, Sid and the Sigmont and Fremont. And I forgot what it's called. Anyways. Uh, different things anyway um, let's talk about so some of these shows we've already talked about here these are some of the shows that have um that debuted but some of these we've already talked about these are, we're just gonna I'm gonna go over quick and then we're gonna move on these are some shows that did debut in 76 okay first started one of them Charlie's Angels we already talked about we already talked about what's happening um Laverne and Shirley um we already talked about number two show that's very odd for a show to come debut and just be number two it's just happy days was such a Monster. Yeah. Uh, Family Feud. Family Feud debuted in Richard 1976. Dawson? Yes. And man, what a great show, dude. That's still going, dude. You still got what? Uh, oh, Steve Harvey. Steve doing Harvey. It now, yeah. I love Steve Harvey. He's great. That's what a great show. Family Feud. You, you can flip it on and just start watching it. Yeah. And yelling at it. Alice, we, you mentioned earlier, debuted this year. Um, Battle of the Network Stars. Oh, shit. I remember that, that Battle one. Battle of the Network Stars. I Grand loved Forever. that one because. You know, and it was on uh, ABC, but then you got to see all the CBS and the NBC stars. Yep. You know, if like, oh, people from Eight is Enough or Alice or whatever. You know, Happy Days, The Virgin Shirt, all this kind of stuff. And, and they were like, I guess like you're looking at them actors like really trying. Mm-hmm. Scott Bayo, Henry Winkler, you're like, oh my god, they, you Scott don't want to lose competition, dude. Yeah, believe me, if you've gotten to that, if you've gotten to a high enough spot in your chosen profession. To where you're on Battle of the Network Stars, you are competitive. Yeah. And so they did not want to lose. Uh, the Muppet Show, 
You, wow. Okay. Yeah, debuted the Bra- the like you had said the Brady Bunch Variety Hour Bionic Woman Quincy. Another show that reminds me of of my grandma. She always had Quincy on. Love <laughs> it. Jack Klugman, great. You know he was a forensic guy mm-hmm. that that ended a, or a uh, coroner. They would investigate, ended up solving crimes. You know, I mean, great show. The Gong Show. Uh, oh wow, man! Yeah, the Gong that Show that was funny. Uh, Dolly Parton had her own show, kind of a thing. There's a bunch of shows that that uh, debuted. Serpico, you know, was off of the movie and stuff like that. But man, '76 definitely a great year for television. I mean. A lot yeah. of those shows are still being shown in syndication. Oh, yeah. Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. I haven't seen them in a while, but, man, that's kind of something you can just kind of slip into seamlessly. You don't need to know the whole story or what's going on with the show. You can just kind of just start watching an episode whenever. Yeah. Love it, dude. Those are great shows. Anything else you want to talk about television-wise from 1976? No, man. I think it covered all, a lot of the stuff that I want to see from Saturday got- mornings to movies to television. I got one more thing I want to talk about. All right. What was it? The news and events. Oh, okay. Cool. That happened in 1970. There's a lot of stuff going on, dude. A lot of stuff. A lot of, I tried to like kind of find some, you know, stuff that was a little different than a usual, but I've also got some stuff that's usual. Okay. So I try to get a nice little variety. And this is the first time you're, some of the stuff you may know, you may remember, but I didn't give you this list. I'm going to read it off right here. So you're going to be fresh. I'll, uh, this is in chronological order. I can give you the dates. Oh, okay. Some of them I'll say the dates, but we're going to go basically from January through the end of the year. Okay. Are you ready, Greg? I am ready. So we're going to go. January 14th. Do you know who the Lutz family is? No. They were the family that lived at 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville, Long oh, Island. Oh, shit. Okay. They moved out 28 days after moving in on December 18th, seventy-five. And inspired the story, the Amityville Horror. That's killer, dude. dude. Damn. That's an event right there. That's a movie I can't watch. Yeah. Mm. You know, I watched, I think, did Ryan Reynolds do, yeah. the, do that? Ori- but the original one is so creepy. It's so creepy. That house is just out of control, dude. I can't oh. watch that shit. Um, January 28th, Super Bowl uh, 10. Uh, the Steelers beat the Cowboys. Two teams that nobody cares about, obviously. <laughs> Trash. Trash. Uh, February 5th. Um, uh, some of these, you know, I didn't read over this. I kind of copied and pasted. But Escambia High School in Pensacola, Florida. It was a high, It was a school in Florida where it got forced to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, Merge? What is it called? What was it called when they were allowing the black students to, to attend school? God, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I don't know. Um, desegregate. There oh, we go. Okay. Yeah. They, so they desegregate the school, and there were some riots. There was a lot of things going on, and it got desegregated a long time ago, like back in the '60s, I think. And the first students there, there was no problem, but all of a sudden, because our mascot was the Dixie, all this kind of stuff, and so there was a lot of stuff going on, and there were some riots, students getting hurt, people. Man, it was a bad situation. Uh, Four-hour riot. Yeah, in the middle I, of the student, I, high school I, students. Dude. I believe it. It's nothing compared to what's going on now. I guess I don't no, know, man. dude. Um, February twelfth, the actor Sal Mineo from Rebel Without a Cause was killed in the alleyway behind his house in West Hollywood, California. Wow, Stabbed that's crazy, bro. Oh shoot, remember him, dude? He was no. uh, um, um, dude. I am just having such the. 
Why can't I think? Brain fog or what? Yeah, well, who was the main actor in in uh, Rebel Without a Cause? Why can't I remember his name, dude? James Dean? James Dean. Jesus Christ, dude. It was his, like, the guy that was trying to be his friend the whole time. You know, this kind of oh, his okay. tag-along guy. Right. God, James Dean, dude. I'm uh, sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I love that movie. I just couldn't remember his name. Uh, February 19th, former Tower of Power vocalist Rick Stevens is arrested for murdering three men during a drug deal gone bad. Oh, shit. That's wild, dude. Dude, the 70s were wild, yeah, dude. There's a dude. Cr- murdering and rioting and, and, and stabbing. Houses that you want to get out of Haunted after 28 houses. days. Yeah. Hey, dude, here you go. Um, the Cray 1, the first supercomputer was ever available for uh, public use was was purchased by the Energy Research and Department Administration in Los Alamos, New Mexico. That's wild. That's Supercomputer, 76? 76. What did it do? Add? Two and two. Probably, probably. It was, it was probably War Games style. It was <laughs> Joshua, right? That started, ended up playing tic-tac-toe. Here we go. <laughs> um, here's, and there's some in here that, you know, these are some of these stories I'd never heard of before, but I found them so interesting. Yeah. I had to put them on here. March 1st, Bradford Bishop allegedly murdered... Five of his family members in Bethsaida, Maryland. Maryland, the crime goes undiscovered for ten days. He, the suspect is never caught. He was on the ten most wanted from 2014 to 2018, and they finally took him off for someone else. He's never been caught. They know who he is. They just can't find him. He changed his name to Chris Winter. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had kids and a wife in 76 so it probably wasn't me man that's crazy stuff okay. um do you, you ever see that movie the hurricane with denzel the, yes. the boxer so yes. that happened in 76 okay. um ruben the hurricane carter was arrested for murder um in 1976 on march 17th got overturned in 85 that's a great movie you guys can check it out the hurricane denzel i thought it was a really good movie cool um march 20th patty hurst is found guilty of the armed robbery of the San Francisco Bank in 1974. So in 74, remember, she got kidnapped. They're saying She's saying they forced her, but she still got arrested for robbing the bank. It's a big, huge hubbubaloo about that whole story. Patty Hearst, go check it out. But that's when she finally got convicted, even though she was kidnapped by the people, then they forced her to do it, apparently, right? Yeah. I mean, you were around during that time. Do you remember that at all? Or, no, or, no, I don't. Or anything like that? No, a lot of these events, Chris, I would not remember because I'm being a kid. So yeah. you didn't say it was G.I. Joe or, you know, somebody that I wanted to see. They had like the double joint. You'd be like, yeah, yeah I remember that day. <laughs> um, here we go. Now we're going to get to something everybody can get behind. Well, not me. I'm a Samsung guy. April 1st, 1976, Apple Computer Company is formed by Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak in California. April 1st, and that is not a fool. That is a great, you know, time frame, dude. Wow, man. So just the company was formed, so all the legal papers and all that thing was saying yeah. dotted on July, April 1st, 1976. Yeah. April 13th, the $2 bill <laughs> is released because of the 233rd birthday of Thomas Jefferson. That's killer. That was good. I mean obviously man. 76 was the bicentennial, but this was the 233rd birthday of Thomas Jefferson, so they put him on the $2 bill. Nice. The $2 bill, dude. What a st- <laughs> People act like people see a $2 bill. Oh my god, a $2 bill. I got to keep it. Yeah. What? There's millions of them, dude. Stop. <laughs> yeah, um, but it has a certain little thing in the corner. Yeah, it's a 2. 
Yeah. Uh, there was a bus accident, the Yuba City bus disaster. 28 students and a teacher died. It was on like, this overpass, and it like went off and like landed uh, on the top. That's, that's no bueno. That is no good, dude. And I just had to throw that one in there. Horrible, dude. Um, the Teton Dam collapsed in Idaho, killing 11 people. Just a dam just gave out, just flooded everything and killed 11 people. Here we go. Now we can get a little... Like uh, little little happier things. Okay, the NBA and the ABA, the National Basketball Association and the American Basketball Association merged. Wow, in seventy six. Seventy six. So you brought all the two of the teams. I think folded. The rest of them got incorporated in the NBA, and uh, you know that's what gives you the Dr. J, your Moses Malone. You know some of those players that we can talk about. Uh, Man, great, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Wow. Okay. Um. Now we're in July. Now we are July 4th. That would be the bicentennial. Um, that's our 200th birthday of the United States of America, the greatest country in the world, which we are living in the middle of. Yeah. I love it. Um, the first class of women is inducted uh, into the United States Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland, 1976. It seems like that maybe you know, you would think that that didn't happen at that time because it seems like it's still such a... Um, like you would think that if women were in the Navy, the whole class, we'd be a little bit further along because it's 2023, right? That's almost 50 years ago. Yeah. Let's get with it, guys. Come on. Stop, dude. Women are badass, dude. I'm scared of them. Um, But, you know, Chris, at the times, man, like, you know, things weren't what they are today. I mean, the population wasn't true. true. as, As, you know, people were still, I mean, they still wanted women to be at home, Cook your dinner, take care of the kids, type of situation. True. It isn't today where you know families need two incomes, another one working, another one this and this, that kind of stuff. You're right. You're right. How about point. this? July twelfth, mass shooting at Cal State Fullerton. Wow. Okay. Seven people are shot and killed. Two others are wound are wounded. Uh, here we go. This is something. I'm just gonna make the statement, and we can move on. Price Club. The predecessor of Costco is founded in California on July 12th, 1976. Wow, dude. That's nice to Crazy. know. Costco is Costco. I love that place, dude. I mean, you can get everything there for a cheap price for a low membership fee. And man, it's great. I love that place. I go there all the time. seems like I'm there daily. Um, July 15th, Jimmy Carter. Nominated for U.S. president by the Democratic National Convention. All right, Jimmy Carter. Um, this one was kind of uh, weird, and, and I had to put it on here because it was just so odd to me. 26 Chochilla school children. So Chochilla was like a city. Okay. They're, them and their bus driver are abducted, buried in a box, a box truck in a quarry in Livermore, California. They dug themselves out. So they got kidnapped, buried to die. They get out after 16 hours, and then the quarry's son and his two accomplices are arrested. What a Holy couple shit. of idiots. And some amazing kids. Yeah. <laughs> right, dude? Wow. Huh. Dude, there's some wild shit going on in 76, dude. But you know what, Chris, too? Just to say, with all the, you listen to the mass shootings, the abductions, this stuff. It's still happening today. Yeah, it is. So is history repeating itself? 
I just don't know if it's repeating. I just don't think it ever stops. Yeah. Um, you remember, you know, Nadia Comaneci? Gymnast? Yeah, the gymnast. She, the night, this was the year of the Olympics. 14 uh, okay. year old. She made history. She was the first Olympian to score a perfect 10 on the, uh, and it was on the uneven bars. I believe she got seven perfect scores in those Olympics or Damn. four perfect scores, or she won four medals, seven perfects, uh, or seven you medals. You said Russian, open. right? Uh, Romanian. Romanian. Okay. I rem- I didn't see it, but that you always see highlights for that. Shit, yeah. Dude. She was course. badass. Um, here we go. I was talking to my wife about this before. I was under the impression, and maybe you are too, or maybe you're not. I thought we were just getting to Mars. Are we? Are we? I th- right? The huge deal about going to Mars. Movies about going to Mars. The Viking program, 1976, July 20th, 1976. Viking one. Lander successfully lands on Mars, taking the first close-up color photos of the planet's surface. I'd never even heard of this. And I'm a little upset I never learned about this in school. I was in school. F- I went to college, man. I was in school for like, what, 16 years? Your kindergarten is 17. <laughs> preschool is 18. Have you ever heard of the Viking program? No. How do we not know about this? No. Um, but, I mean, seeing pictures? Okay, fine. I've never seen pictures I, either. Well, Google it. Well, I did because I'm going to talk about yeah. that later. Okay. Um, so as good as that is, something horrible happened nine days later. Son of Sam killed his first person. Oh, okay. So the uh, serial killer in New York. In, wait, wait. You said August, right? Or yeah, sorry. it was uh, July, tw- July 29th. July 29th. Son of Sam okay. pulled the gun from a paper bag and killed his first victim. Yeah. I, I remember seeing the movie and them telling us that you know, it was a hot summer mm-hmm. in, in New York. And you know everybody, like, like very much today, how we're dealing with all the hotness. Uh, and, and the sun and uh, that there was killings and that's mm-hmm. what it was. Then mm-hmm. people had to leave their windows up and doing this. And since it was hot, it freaked them out in New York and shit like that. So, yeah, wow. I, I don't remember that as ha- happening, but I remember hearing it, you know, in the future or, or you know, living. Here we go. Some more Olympics news. Oh, right. Um, Bruce Jenner, now known as Caitlyn Jenner, won the uh, gold medal in the Decathlon 1976 Summer Olympics in Montreal. Imagine that shit, dude. I mean, which part of it? He, he, you know, did all that stuff for the decathlon yeah. to, you know, make himself an an, an elite, a supreme athlete. athlete, supreme athlete. I mean, he even got a Wheaties box out of it. It's probably known more for the Wheaties box than him trying to change his, you know, sex. There's only one Wheaties box I could think of more perfecter than that, and that would be the Big Talk Podcast Wheaties box. I want to get on a goddamn Wheaties box. I thought you were going to say when Seattle won the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, we have won the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson on the he is on he has been on the Wheaties box. I have it. <laughs> I need the Big Talk podcast to be on the Wheaties box. Somebody make that Got happen. It. Let's go. Um, so so we talked about the um, Viking program yes. on Mars. Hey man, on July thirty first, they actually released the photos that the Viking one took. And so you got to see, it was called Face on Mars is the photo. I guess it's famous. I had never seen it before. And then I looked at it, the mountains or whatever they're taking people look like faces. It's weird, dude. It, oh, must, have, it okay. must have been some controversy like, oh, my God. Um, August 1st, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Seattle Seahawks play their first NFL football games. My beloved Seattle Seahawks that ah. I love and I live and die for. First game. Um, I just got a few more things here I want to talk about, Greg. Please indulge me. All right. 
August 7th, 2000, excuse me, 1976. Jesus, I'm getting 100 <laughs> years ahead of myself. Here's something that's going to blow your mind. Viking 2. They had two landers. I've never even heard of the first one. Now I'm fucking realizing they have two. It enters orbit around Mars. The wow. Viking 2. Man, that's an, can we learn more about this stuff? That's big time for me. I mean, a spaceship... Of orbiter, it's landing, it's taking pictures on a planet that I thought that we were have never landed on before. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know. Now, did these take off in '76, or they took off like in '74? Maybe they reached, may have taken off, reached uh, their reached. their destination in Probably '76. Probably took a little while because you know, as much as we see the moon or the stars or other planets, they're not a hop, skip, and a jump away. No, they're, they're not. light years away. Where we're just kind of like, oh shoot. That's well, I don't know far. if Mars is light years, but yes. Well, I mean, I know, know what you're saying. Yeah. But regardless, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. Sounds All right, good. let's move on. Um, September 3rd, so about a month later, the Viking 2 lands on Mars. <laughs> I'm getting so pissed about this, dude. I need to learn more about the Viking program. Wow. The Viking 2 spacecraft lands on Utopia Planetia. On Mars. Man, I got to learn more about this. If anybody knows about that Viking 2, that Viking program, let us know. Here we go. Remember we talked about Patty Hearst earlier? Yes. She's been sentenced to seven years in prison. Um, uh, but she was, uh, President Carter granted her clemency 22 months later. Because it, I don't, I got to read more about this. If anybody knows about this from the nation, the Patty Hearst thing, I know that she was, I don't remember, it was some like militant terrorist group or something that kidnapped yes. her for ransom or whatever they i from and what i know they made, like they dressed her up in yeah kinda like their gear yeah they made it look like and, she was along with them or yeah something there and you go it was almost like a point break situation where hey you're going in with us and we're gonna make it look like you're with us until you're not with us well it was kind of like that. point break what, what happened with point break man point break dude i've 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 point break. i have actually legitimately mentioned that movie twice in this episode. And then you did. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I got one for you. All right. October 21st, uh, the Reds beat the Yankees, sweep the Yankees. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, to win the World Series. Very good. The 15th of November. Here we go. Here's one for all you nature buffs. The first mega mouth shark is discovered off Oahu in Miami. Wow. Mega mouth. It's a deep... It's a deep, deep, deep water shark. It's got a huge mouth. can swallow people whole. Awesome. Damn. Um, you know the band called The Band, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they had their last concert. You know the movie, The Last Waltz. It's a great one. It shows uh, their last show. Oh, okay. I believe it was a Martin Scorsese. Yeah. He was there to film it. Um, a great band, guys. I know we didn't talk about them a lot today, but that was kind of like them coming together for one last time. They didn't do much in 76, just this kind of last show. I wanted, we did mention it. You know, last wall. It's one of the last things we're going to talk about. Check that band out. They don't have a lot of huge hits, but when you hear some of their songs, you're going to be like, "Oh, I've heard that." It's going to be. It's one of those kind of bands. And okay. Great musicians. Um, one of kind of the last two things I want to talk about. One is kind of relatable today, and one is kind of relatable to today. First one is November 29th. The Yankees signed Reggie Jackson to a five-year, three million dollar contract. Damn. This was really the first time that a player was signed to multi-years for that kind of money. Everybody else was kind of on a year-to-year, -year, 
contract, you get hurt. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. This was kind of setting a new precedence for what was going to happen with star players. It's a big deal. Some of you guys that are listening to our podcast, we usually talk about music and, you know, that kind of stuff and, and, you know, some wrestling, but this is actually something that's actually carried on. You know, we're almost 50 years later. Um, it's still something that's going on. And, man, you know, you got little steps here and there. You know, good for them. I mean, I think that they make a lot of money, but there's a lot of money to be had there. It's just like show right. business, same thing. It's just like podcasting. Let's get it, baby. Last thing I want to talk about. I know I've been long-winded and the camera's been on me for a second. Let's switch it up. There's Greg. Okay, back to me. Um <laughs> 1976. This is big. The VHS was introduced in 1976. Get out of town, man. That's, that's that's fucking awesome. The format that we all grew up in love, the VHS. Think of all those Disney movies you had. Think of all the movies that you that you watched and you rented when yeah. you were a kid. Uh I I can't countless movies. Remember recording shit off a of TV, A Team. I remember it came on too late. So we had to record it on VHS and watch it the next day. Um, All that kind of stuff. Beta, VHS. Beta wasn't... Beta was, was introduced... Si they were introduced basically simultaneously. Okay. Sony kind of had the rights on Beta. Oh, VHS okay, okay. kind of took off. So that's kind of what happened with got that Got it, situation. got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. That's fucking killer, dude. dude I, that's a... that's. That was a, a good year shit, review. A lot of shit uh, happened in 76, dude. Yeah. I know that was long-winded, and some of you guys might have been like, come on, just keep name rattling shit off. But, dude... A lot of stuff happened in 76. Yes. It was an important year. We got murder. We got the Amityville, dude. That one was creep. That happened right. We started the year off with a capper, dude. That yeah. should have been like the, the coup de gras. We got, you know, landing on Mars. Yeah. Crazy people. Viking Murders. 2, wasn't it? The Viking program. Viking 1 and 2. Two. Yeah. Two landers, dude. Is We got that was wild, decathletes that are changing sexes and all kinds of stuff. Is going weedy on, boxes. Dude. We got shit. weedy boxes and... Costco starting and buses flipping over and wait a minute, Costco started or Price Club? Price Club, but but you know it was a predecessor, you know, with uh, say Saul it correctly Price. then, say it with pride, Price Club, Price Club. Um, man, great things happened in '76, yeah. and it, it, the best thing that started in '76 was me. I'm surprised you didn't throw your birthday in the in your. I just recap. did. I just, no, 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 no. In the, during April. Oh, like April something. Chris Winter was born. Um, so yeah, dude, 1976, a great year. Definitely. Um, movies off the charts. Yeah. You guys listen to our last episode. We talk all about the music. Yeah. The movies, the TV, the events. Love it. We love doing these episodes. It lets us really get to kind of get our. I mean, we learned a lot today. Um, man, we did, I, dude. I, love I mean, a lot of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. dude. All right, man. Love and, it, and don't forget, if there's ever a year or something you want to go and review, send us an, you know, an email. Send us a shout out. Down, hey, Greg, why don't you guys do you know 1983? Hey, guys, why don't you do two, 2022, man? You know, and, I, and you know what? If you were from that year and you want us to do that year, let us know what yeah. you, when you were born, and we'll throw it out there in our exactly. in our in our little uh, riff down of the of the year's events. No there problem you with go. that. You know what? Not a great time, Greg. Redoing this 1976 with you. Last two episodes, the music, the movies, the TV, the events that shaped uh, 76, shaped Definitely. the future of our yeah. nation and the world. You guys can get a hold of us at BigTalkCG.podcast on TikTok and Instagram. You guys can get a hold of us, BigTalkCG at gmail.com. Search us up on YouTube and Facebook. The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. We're also on Twitter at BigTalkCG. You know what? I'm going to play us out with one of the theme songs 
from 1976. All right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can cue it up right now. You pulling out the vinyl? Yeah, let's see if we can pull out the vinyl, dude. <laughs> or 8-track. There we go. Matt, thanks for listening to us, guys. This is Laverne and Shirley main theme song, 1976 Forever. Take them out, Greg. All right, guys, this is Greg from the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. See ya. Take care.